Dadsnet Original Podcast. I just wanted to talk to you about Patreon real quick. We create Loose Dads because we love the show, we love Dadsnet, and we think that it's really important for dads to know they're not alone. Whether that's in their views on the world, whether that's struggling with parenting, whether that's struggling with mental health, whatever it is, all these things we talk about in the podcast, we think it's really important for dads to know they're not alone. And we put a lot of time into the podcast to make sure that it's the best it can be for you guys from live streaming it to audio production and everything else that's involved. And we're just asking that if you think it's valuable too, that you head over to patreon.com forward slash loose dads and help put a value on that. I know money's tight at the moment for everyone um, and you can sign up for as little as three pounds a month. We really appreciate any support for the podcast, whether that's signing up to Patreon or telling a friend and spreading the word that way. Whatever you guys can do, we love you. Thank you for listening. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads podcast. That was a party political broadcast on behalf of the Loose Dads Patreon. <laughs> Hello, how are you doing? This is Loose Dads. Uh, I'm Jim. This is some dads sitting around having a chat and setting the world to rights and in some places setting the world to wrongs. But we don't have a remit, so we can do whatever we like. On the way, we'll be answering some big questions from uh, Dad's Net Dads. We'll also be inventing the rules for the week. We'll have a look inside the news and see how it affects parents. And we'll start off by introducing you to the panel. Now, uh, today's the day that we're live streaming this on the Tuesday night the day that the pictures from the James Webb Space Telescope have been released of stars whose light has taken 13.5 billion years to reach us. So I'm going to introduce the panel as Space Stuff. Okay. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Sounds scientific. <laughs> Sparky, you are cxoujj 081520 one4 46 Okay, right, that- here we go. That is the smallest star yeah, that we yeah, know I knew, of. I knew, no, no, I knew, I knew. I was going to say the only biggest thing about that was its name. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's more impressive than the actual star. You pipe down, Brad. You've not been introduced yet, mate. So we all know that Jack's kids run rings around him. So he's Saturn. Oh, nice, nice, yes, nice. yes. Nice. <laughs> If you remember a few weeks back, Brad, he uh, fixed that lock on his bedroom door. And that is because he's hoping for the Big Bang. Oh. I thought that was going to be a Uranus, Uranus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, someone has said, like Uranus, here we come. And you know what? I'm going to introduce myself and I'm not going to use that because I am the sun and I'm sitting here while all this nonsense revolves around me every Tuesday night. <laughs> yes. yes. I did confound uh, expectations. I did a whole space introduction without mentioning Uranus once. <laughs> Except, and you know, also, G- then. also, Jim, you are like the sun because mainly your audience is white van men. Hey. <laughs> hey. And you're hot. So, I mean, it's the... Check, uh, check out Jim's page three. Or I was just going to say he's a hot ball of gas, but, you know. Oh, man. <laughs> All, All right. Come on. Let's play a game. 
There's Jack's Uranus. Shades of last week. Steady on, Jack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you see, you completely miss out. If you're listening to just this as an audio-only thing on a Wednesday when it comes out into your podcast provider of choice, you're missing the bits where you get to see random body parts of loose dads <laughs> at the end of little jingles. Um, <laughs> You've not seen mine or Sparky's crutch yet, so. <laughs> no. Well, still to come. Uh, what we do every week, we play a game. We start off the show by playing a game. Uh, it could be a new game that we've invented, an old one that we've used, or or something completely different. But I think what we're going to go for is a game that Sparky invented, so therefore Sparky's Mrs. SJ invented, because she does all his writing for the show, as we found out a while yeah. ago. She's great and, at prep. She's great at prep. <laughs> and that is, if you're in charge, what rule would you introduce based around stuff that's happened this week? This week, what would the rule that you wanted to introduce B. So let's, because it's his game, start off with Sparky. What would it be for you? I've got Frank my hand up waving because... his hand like a school. <laughs> yeah, I'm waving my hand. I've got my hand up because I'm a good student. But no, after the introduction and how it happens every single blooming week, right? My rule is around this, right? People who aren't my friends, you guys are my friends, so you're allowed to mock my height. But my rule this week is <laughs> people who aren't my friends are not allowed to mock my height because I uh, I got dissed going to buy a wedding suit this week by a complete random woman. And I'm not. Oh, no way. <laughs> she what didn't send you to the kids section, did she? <laughs> right. Okay, Jim. Right, no, don't, don't put me in the mood. Oh, come on, boys. It's a big, serious moment, in fact, which I'm really stressed out about because the suit, it's a big deal, isn't it? Like, or... I don't know. It feels like it is. All right, Connor, you pipe down in the comments as well, mate. Um, <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I'm in the suit shop and we're we're looking at different suits and stuff. And, you know, like these people with the tape measure around their neck, they sort mm -hmm. of like they're really good at just measurements. But she just sort of like looked me up and down <laughs> and she was telling me about the suits. And then she went, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. We'll be able to turn up the trousers or make adjustments to the trousers <laughs> and the price is included and it was like you're dissing me in front of my future <laughs> wife here this like i don't mind banter amongst friends but if you're not my friend you're just adding to my inferior complex and i i don't need that <laughs> was she eyeing up your inside leg then as you were talking uh, yeah was she, she, was she asking you what which side you dress and everything or what, which, what do you mean, which side I dress? What? <laughs> you don't know which and side she you said, dress? And she, said, and she said, don't worry, we can take that in a bit as well. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah. We can. Have oh, you, do you, sorry. Do, do, you swing, sorry. do you swing your dick to the left or you swing it to the right when you put on your undies and your trousers? Do you, Brad, there's a natural swing? curve which takes him off to the left, mate. It's just... It just uh... I, think most, I think most men might be left. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Comment uh, in the comments. That's what they're there for. Uh, which way yeah. do you dress, yeah, quick guys? Pole. <laughs> <laughs> quick pole. Quick pole, blimey. A uh, short no, pole. It, it gives me sense of humour failure because when there's a stranger mocking me, I can't, I don't know what the level of banter is, you know, but... It's a bit presumptuous, isn't it? Because you don't really need to mention that. You could just say any adjustments that we need can be made. She didn't have to go straight for the um, 
you're a little bit short, so uh, we'll turn those up. Yeah, she could have just said she could have been vague, couldn't she? And you'd Thank think you, that she yeah. would be used to uh, dealing with people of all different sizes in a slightly tactful manner, but evidently not. There you go. <laughs> and, and, and not to get all like, oh, but if it was, if it was like, you know, I was bra fit in a woman, and I went, nah, don't worry, they come in small cup sizes. Like that's not on, guys. And <laughs> I, she doesn't know how insecure I am. So, <laughs> or I could be. Uh, but Do any so of you have have sort of special magical powers that you have because of your job? Uh, because that's that's obviously her. I bet she could probably tell what your oh, inside leg oh, is right, just okay. by looking at you. She so, went and picked a suit perfectly. Yeah, she absolutely did nail it. And and she was just trying to be fun. But I'm like, hey, yeah. I get enough of this on the podcast. I don't need you when I'm spending a lot of money on a suit to be mocking me, love. Like, yeah, no. I like I like the Jim phrased her job as magical powers. And Sparky earlier just said, you know, so she's good at measuring stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know those people with the tape measure around their neck? They're good at measuring stuff. Yeah, measuring it's on stuff. a CV, yeah. <laughs> Factually correct, though, guys. Uh, so, but, <laughs> so, yeah, that's so She could either work story. there or on a building site, but that's it. Two places. That's it, yeah. <laughs> uh, Brad, what's your rule of this week? Um, so, Basically, I think the UK should adopt, well, this would be my rule, actually, it would have uh, come into fruition if I was ruling this place, um, that drop-off and pickups at schools should adopt the American method where you just got that that lane, that pool, carpool lane or whatever it is, so you can just fling your kids out or get yeah, them to no, no stopping. <laughs> oh my God, dude, I don't know what it is. But like, yeah, exactly, dude. If you're just going a casual two, two miles per hour or whatever, I'm sure that's okay enough for the <laughs> yeah, a bit of a run up. But like, I don't know how you guys find it, but pickups and drop offs, like, people are just dickheads, idiots. Like they just like that's the way I'm putting it. Like they will double park in the road, block the road. They'll stand around chin wagging, blocking the main entrance to the gate of the school. So like when you're trying to get in or out, you're like, oh, uh, sorry, could we, you know, do a little dance? Yeah, and a I find this completely because all schools by their nature, they tend to have those gates that go out onto the path. And then there's an extra little gate to stop kids just running straight out onto the road in there. Yeah. Like schools main, mainly yeah. have that. And so many people just stand in that area. Just like, you realize that this isn't just school pickup for you. This is school pickup for everyone who now has to squeeze past you because you're having a chat with someone that you saw this morning. Yeah. And in fact, sorry, um, David Michael from YouTube has smashed it. The McSchool drive through. <laughs> <laughs> I think I that's like brilliant. It. I think it's perfect. I think that's yeah. what we need to adopt in this country. Cause no awkward small talk or gossip, he says, and that, yeah. that would liven up and make that much easier for everyone I, involved. I tell you what would also be good about that. At the moment, I get dobbed in by my wife's friends to my wife, and they'll say, "Oh, Jack was late for school again with the kids." <laughs> oh, Jack's, oh. Al Jack's always the last one there. Like, what are you telling her that for? She's but also, why are, why are they know. hanging around? Because obviously, well, do that. Okay, they they must be yeah. either either they've been there early and they're just hanging around faffing, or they got there just as late as you, but they're the ones to get in that first to to your missus. Like Danny. You won't believe it. He was late you again. Won't believe it. You won't and I have it. to walk in past them and go, no, it wasn't me. It was a tractor. It was a tractor this time. <laughs> oh, you can use that excuse in Norfolk, can't you? <laughs> yeah, it's one of the few places you can, yeah. There's big support for this from uh, Terry. Says Brad's rule would be so good. Got this message said, would it mean that we could order a different kid at pickup at school? <laughs> <laughs> I think... Oh. 
for for once, one of us has struck gold with this. I definitely think. <laughs> well, well done, Brad. Yeah, I'm not sure how my rule helps anybody else, but Brad, this really is changing school pickup times forever. I'm in for it. I'm in for it. But don't mock anyone's height whilst you're doing that. Yeah, I went to um, I went to Brussels a few years ago, and uh, they have a, a lane for when you're dropping someone off and you know you don't want to stop so you don't want to pay for the parking or anything you're just literally going to stop they get out then you go and then they go to the terminal it's called the kiss and drop lane oh nice nice sorry sparky i was just thinking you know tying in your rule if if when you're doing school drop off you're late probably what they'll say to sj is that sparky was a little late okay oh. <laughs> I feel bad that I've spearheaded this tonight. Jim, as well, mate. And you're the one that really does care for everybody's mental health. I know Jack says it, but you really do. <laughs> and you're probably only just a little bit shorter than me anyway, aren't you? Well, well you six he, foot five. I'm six four and a half. Anyway. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Sparky, you know why he drops those jokes though? Because being a bald man means now he's a protected class. Remember, you can't drop any jokes exactly. without being classed as uh, sexism. So... That's why he can do this. Wait until height becomes an issue. Um, one more quick thing on Brad's rule, though. You know, like, I don't have to pick Jackson up yet, but I've once I've picked him up late from my in-laws, which is opposite a school, and it it's insane. Mm. Like there, there was near a near on a fight between two mums as well because of the way the parking is. Like like yeah. you say, people, yeah. Like, school have imposed a rule that you can't like mount the curb, you know, <laughs> like. Or you can't park on the side that the school is, but people just do it. They just don't care. And then other people try and inflict that rule. <laughs> the reason, if you're listening on this audio-only version, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever, you're like, Sparky sounds a bit distracted when he's talking about that. He sounded like he had a good point at the start. Yeah, did. Then he just veered off. It was because someone, uh, and we can't see the name on this little program that we're using and apologise, but thank you very much. They said, uh, if Sparky was late at school, uh, people would be asking him if he was waiting for his mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good job, that one's good. Gonna, that is, I'm, that I'm, is actually good. I'm, I'm going to assume, though, that the person that wrote that is either from America Canada or South Africa or Just Birmingham, because... Birmingham. Oh, they use they use that, mom. They say well. mom. Yeah, they say, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hey, what, Bab? All right, Bab. How's it going? <laughs> uh, Jack, what would your rule be? Okay, so I wanted to talk politics on this week's podcast. You guys all told me there was too much politics last week, so my rule is not going to be that any new leaders have a one strike and you're out policy. Okay. I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> no, right, okay. 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 The rule I am introducing <laughs> is that if the temperature reaches 27 degrees in the UK, plans are cancelled. That's it. Just all your plans are cancelled. I do not want to do it if the temperature is over 27 <laughs> degrees. I do not want to be there. I'm going to sweat and I'm going to be grumpy. Yeah, it's not so fun. Just not cancel fun. them. Just cancel them. Yeah. No, I, I think we could all get behind that. This has been a week of extreme temperatures in the UK. I mean, Brad is there laughing at us, obviously. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I tell you what, I, I find the, and I was actually discussing this with my best friend recently. I find the We're all here. In this, in this, well. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Let me rephrase that. I was speaking to me childhood best friend. Okay. Thank and you. Um, thanks, Brad. And, um, yeah, I was saying how I find that the heat in this country is 
by far worse than Johannesburg because like Joburg, it's dry air. Whereas here you got the humidity because mm. obviously, you know, England and all everything else being a little island, really. Um, it's the humidity that kills me, dude. Like 17, 18 degrees here, I find absolutely delicious. 17, 18 degrees back home, people are freezing. <laughs> wow. It's it's yeah, it's crazy. it's crazy. So I think it's worse here. The heat here is by far worse. The yeah. uh, I saw a great meme describing heat. It's like, ah, oh, when it gets to twenty uh, above twenty degrees in England, uh, it's not like abroad. It's more like the devil's armpit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair description of how hot this loft is that I'm recording in right now. It's proper toasty up oh. here. I'm, might have to go Wait. shirtless. Might be more nudity on this week. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just because I've got no choice. Well, listeners can probably hear my fan going. I've got it tucked between my legs at the moment, so it doesn't pick up on the mic too much. But it's actually quite nice as a uh, as a dual cooler. I was in uh, I was in London last week. I <laughs> yeah, met up with Jack. Me and Jack met up in London last we week without you. Nice. Um, and it, how? And it was, so Jack meets up with Sparky. Jim, you and I, we we feel left out and we have a little, and then you meet up with Jack. Yeah, because I've realized that I could be the victim, but I could also just get on the cool kid's side as well. So. <laughs> all right, well, screw you all then. Yeah, but Brad, before it was those two jealous of our little side WhatsApp about geeky stuff. So yeah, yeah, look. well. So no, I guess I'm, I'm the problem. I, I might watch <laughs> yeah, Thor. Yeah, you are the problem, child. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch Thor and give you a call and leave them out then. Fine, that's what's happening this week. <laughs> nice, thank you. Thank anyway, you. my point was, it was really hot and London in the heat is disgusting. Yeah, Absolutely oh. disgusting. Horrible. Just tube, like what's the tube like? Devil's oh, armpit. Yeah, it's, it's hmm. basically you're, you're frying. You know, if you're in there for too long, you come out kind of like a fried egg, all shriveled up and everything. Not nice. And actually, that kind of leads on to my rule as well. My rules are kind of a similar thing. Um, It's basically all places in the United Kingdom need to stay in their lane, know what they're good at, and not vary from that. So if you want the heat, yeah, just leave that to Brighton and Bournemouth and Eastbourne and all those places on the south coast. That's where you need your heat. If you want to live in Yorkshire, you don't live in Yorkshire for the heat, do you? Mm, You don't choose to do the Ilkley half marathon on a day <laughs> where the temperature reached at least 25 degrees, if not more. Oh, and goodness. I was out there right in the middle of the countryside with no shade going up some of the biggest Hills around here in that temperature, sweating my face off. Yeah. But oh. hold on though. If you think those Hills were big for you, what would they have been for Sparky? Oh no, true. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> He'd have had to have got but- a Sherpa to take him up the top. Wouldn't he? <laughs> but Brad, were they even hills? Like, how can we be sure? <laughs> I, know, I know. For you and I, Jack, it was probably just like a little <laughs> speed bump. What is that? <laughs> okay, Giants. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. On the way next, we'll be diving into the news and find out how it affects parents. That's coming up on Loose Dads. Now, I'm trying to remember if this was actually on last week's podcast or this was a discussion that we had outside of it. I think it was on the podcast where we were talking about Man versus B. I think so, yeah. It's a new Netflix thing with Rowan Atkinson, and I suggested it wouldn't be very good. Now, what has (laughs) happened in the last seven days is that hopefully we've all gone away and watched the first episode of it. Mm -hmm. Fingers crossed. Mm 
yeah. there will be uh, an exclusive podcast based around that very TV show for you. If you are a Patreon member, uh, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash loose dads, where you get exclusive content like us arguing about Mr. Bean. So <laughs> if you fancy um, that. And what I'm going to do is open it up. So normally you have to be like a, a certain tier to get the special podcast that me and Brad do about geeky stuff. The man versus B one. I feel like that's really, you know, that's got widespread appeal. So I'm just going to make that available to all Patreons. <laughs> okay. So nice. bear that in mind. If you get on patreon.com slash loose dads, go and have a look and uh, support the show, support what we're doing and help this to continue. Right. Let's have a look inside the news. So Jack did want to talk about the leadership election. <laughs> Just didn't see what we could say about it. <laughs> was of any interest after last week's run. And the sh- yeah, it was a real shame because, you know, Brad didn't get to pull his weight last week because he just <laughs> sat back during that. Like, nah. <laughs> nah. I'm but I'm hoping, I'm hoping this will be something that Jack, uh, that uh, Brad gets involved with and the rest. There's this bloke called Dr. Paul Morland who has been spouting out and uh, hawking around his plan to bring in a bit of uh, extra tax revenue to the country and to boost the population. He says you should tax childless people. They should pay extra taxes to encourage more people to start a family because apparently uh, the, <laughs> the, 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 for, the under fives, numbers are falling for under fives. There's more people because people are, are staying alive for longer, but under fives, uh, there are fewer of those, and he reckons that we're going to have a shortage of labor. I mean, there's other things that we've done to create a shortage of labor as well, aren't there? But um, can't undo that. No apparently. politics. <laughs> so the problem is jim uh too many dinkies uh, uh couples that are having a dual income no kids i i was a i was called this uh before i had jackson because they're talking oh, about your size no. why does it have to be called that is that <laughs> <laughs> right, it's got nothing to do with height, but yeah, dinkies, dual income, no kids. When uh, I went out for dinner once with uh, a couple of families, and we ordered extra uh, sausages wrapped in bacon on the side, and they went, "Oh, check the dinkies, dual income, <laughs> no kids." <laughs> that was, <laughs> wow, that was what counted as extravagant a few years ago. What was extravagant now? Two extra peas, please. That's a cost of living crisis. But that's what they're saying. So tax dinkies is what they're saying, right? Yeah, Yeah. basically saying you should pay more tax. Um, And it's it's been challenged on it, as you'd expect. And uh, he goes, well, we already sort of do it, don't we? Because people without kids don't complain. They don't get child benefit. So in a way, they're sort of already paying a bit of a tax. They could pay a little bit more, which I I, I, I don't know if he's got a book to sell or something. (laughs) I I just want to say... As someone who has two kids, child benefit is not enough to make it worth it. Like, (laughs) if someone was thinking, hmm, I might have a kid because of the financial benefits, I'd I'd, I'd just get him to take a a closer look at that. Yeah, recalculate. Recalculate. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe what he's saying. And um, 
and that amount of money is is not not I, worth. I I I think um, child benefits is an absolutely stupid idea. There you go. I'm just going to put out a blank statement well, for you guys. Okay, okay. that's fine. Yeah, it's usually sparking speech statements, but you go for it. No, no. Like, why? If you can afford to have a kid, you have a kid. You don't make it taxpayers or the government's responsibility to then give you a little bit of extra money because you decided to plant your seed. Like, no. It's just like it. 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 Like the amount of people that promotes of like laziness. The amount of council people that are living off benefits because they get paid and then they have more kids and they get more benefits and then they just don't work and then they have this toxic environment that they raise these kids in and then these kids grow up with the same mentality and laziness and disrespect and oh, it's very it's, much the minority yeah brad you know no, oh, well, no, no, but, no it's no. not the minority no okay, it's not the minority <laughs> okay because do you like really? do you think that's the picture that gets painted a lot like i think child benefit is great for like things when people's circumstances change like you plant ah, a seed ah, and then shit that. happens but no, that's no, let, but you see yeah. you're those people are always seen as the minority but i think potentially the people you're talking about might be the minority i think people want to work like i don't know dude i don't yeah i mean when i mean when when we revert back to sorry to to pick up some drop-offs i don't think that's the minority my friend (laughs) i think it's the majority of people who just sit around doing nothing with their lives we've got quite a nice cross-section of the uk here eh? of dads in the uk we've got quite a nice cross-section of of uk dads can we just have a show of hands who who does have child benefits or does claim them? I I don't think I I don't think I can. I, I definitely yeah, did. My mum did the, when I was a kid. And the basic child benefit. Yeah. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. Basic. Then yeah, yeah. Then okay. my, my accountant keep, would do that. Keep your hands raised if you keep having kids because it's uh it's really worth doing, and then you don't work. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to keep my hand raised. I was watching you guys. <laughs> You put your hand up. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm trying to knuckle down on these numbers, Brad. Um, so the majority of people have kids so they can have benefits, or no, the majority of no, people no, no, on no. benefits do it no, because no, they're no, lazy. No, no, no. no, I'm saying there is a there is a vast majority of people that choose that lifestyle, and I see it everywhere you go, dude. No, like you, even you're saying majority, a majority of what of, of people that I see. No, 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 not a majority of people. Life? in the uk <laughs> the majority of people in the uk so th- more than 30 million people are living on benefits and are too you see, lazy you uh, see you see now jim when i say the people that i've seen you know you're forgetting the part where i've said the people that i've seen the majority of people that i've seen that aren't living off of the tax benefits not getting themselves a job i got a good few amount of people local to me that do that Okay, Brad, how about this? Like, how about this? Just this is a different way of thinking it slightly. Is like, I think you're right to be angry at that thought that people are sponging off and and yeah. using child benefit. Like, that's reasonable to be angry and annoyed about that because people do work hard f- for stuff. But I think you'd be shocked at how much it wasn't the majority. I think that uh, people want to better their situation. And I think th- we have been trained by, I don't know, whatever paper you might read or whatever just gets chucked out there to make you think that, you know, oh, they just want flat screen TVs and not to do any work. And I don't know how true that actually is if you dug down into the numbers. But if you see it and it okay. irritates you, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair. But, that's that's but a let, fair let's, point. But let's take it to this point then. Like like you're saying, when circumstances change, you've got, what is, what is it over here? The... Um, not the doll. What is it when you when you've unemployment? 
What is it? Universal credit. Universal credit. So like if your circumstances change, then there's a there's another backup. But if you can't afford a kid and it's not part of, of your financial, you know, it's not everyone else's obligation to pay for your for your child. I agree. It's not. It's not. I, I agree. But the child that. benefit doesn't pay for your child. It's but you're getting money. Much. But you're getting. Okay, yeah, but you say that though, dude. Like Jim said, times that by what do you get? Like two hundred and fifty a month. Times that by God knows how many people. That's a shit ton of money, dude. That just gets thrown at people that should have. And and if their circumstances yeah, change think, and they think, need that, then I they need that money. In the ocean. But it's also an investment. It's an investment in children, isn't it? That's that's why the government does it. <laughs> an they, investment. Children. Yeah, but, well, they give money to help children, you know. If you can't afford them, Jim, don't have them. No, Simple. that's not what I'm saying, because that's the whole thing. They pay it for every child. Every child gets that. Every parent gets I, I don't, child I don't, benefits. I don't, I don't get child benefits. Well, it's, it's there. It's on offer. It's no, the, no, the no, idea because... was to give it to child benefit. The very basic is for everyone, every child, whether you're a billionaire or whether you're on the doll. Yeah, I know. Well, the child we... gets until like they're 18 or something. Which, you know, like most people, if they want to put it into savings for the kid, that that kid can have that money. If Like, that's cool. That's fine. Go for it, you know, because by the time they're 18, that in the with the the, sh the shoot up in um, the fiscal rate, that bloody money will be like the equivalent of 10 pounds now by the time they hit 18. But that aside, I just don't I don't believe it. Like I come from a background in a system where if you can't afford a kid, the government's not going to help you because that's your decision as an individual. It's not anyone else's responsibility. By I, but are we are we holding South Africa up as like no 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 the, the pinnacle of, of we're not holding up South Africa growth. we're not holding up South Africa but we're holding up why is it a government's responsibility to put money into everyone's bank account the problem uh, is that we're talking about this in general terms you're talking about anecdote you're not talking about facts you're not talking about numbers benefits there are three main parts of benefits in this country yeah. the biggest amount of benefits is pensions which can't argue with you know that goes there Works your the, life you deserve the, sec the second largest by, by amount by brad's logic we shouldn't pay old people either <laughs> just because they're getting old. old yeah um although you know no, that's 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 different dude because getting old is part of your life but having a child as a parent is your obligation to that child to to be responsible it's not the government's responsibility for your own children's upbringing it's yours but don't get old just jump off a bridge that's a completely different story jack <laughs> Completely different story. Anyway, you, your, pa your, par your parents chose to have you. Life is just something you're given without your choice, right? Look, so you go through life and you got to live it and you got to live it by however means you do. But your right, parents so then, had a choice so then to have you. So then there shouldn't be any benefits. There shouldn't be any benefits. No, 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 no. I agree. I'm happy as a Your taxpayer. parents chose to have you, so they should fund you. Okay, Brad, Brad, Brad. Brad okay, I'm, what are you are you asking? What are you saying is, do you think we should relook at the benefit system so it is not swayed for people who aren't in work? Like, is is that I what you're love, saying more than I? I love benefits the shouldn't fact, be a thing. No, I love. I'm more than happy to pay tax if it goes into a system that say, Jack, you lose your job and you need help for a while so you can get back on your feet. More than happy with that because life throws you curveballs. <laughs> yeah, don't start. You, you're going after short people and our old people, Jack. Calm down. Face, Facebook comment, Jesus, Jack, you're hard on us old guys. <laughs> Can I just but, go back to my point? My point is that we're talking about this and we, we, we're falling into that trap 
that the papers do of just going benefit street and things. No, no, no. no. Biggest part of benefits are pensions. Second biggest chunk of benefits that we pay in this country are for in-work benefits, for people who are in work, but they're paid so badly they can't afford to live. The third one, the smallest amount is people who are purely just on benefits, okay? That is not a massive section of society. Whatever you think, whatever your anecdote is, the facts are that's not massive. Okay, there are some people, there will be some people who purposefully stay on benefits because they've realized that they can do better on that. Mm -hmm. But to say that's the majority of people is bullshit. It's just not true. That's That's, like a certain amount of people who would do that. That's a lovely story, Jim. But we've 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 come to the end of that, that I've said the majority of people I see. I, I agreed with you ages ago that it's not the majority of the populace. I agree. Well, then 100%. I don't really know what your point is. Then <laughs> so, so go- what? You've walked into a job center and gone, "Well, this is life. This is this is no, an example you, you, of the entire you see, you population." See, you see how you guys are hanging on to one little piece of what I said. Yeah, I've because said about, you, I've you've said got from so what cross. I've seen, you've got no. so cross about a tiny, tiny section of society. No, 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 no. I said like from what I've seen and witnessed that there's a high grasp of people that take advantage of that system. But I said I don't agree with the system completely. Utterly. Even if you are earning money and you can pay your bills and whatever, I don't agree with the government giving you additional 250 a month for your first child and less for subsequent trials or whatever the amount is for now. I don't agree with that whole system entirely. That's what with, I'm saying, Jim. With Dark Knight's point, I agree though. Like potentially that, that's the way around it. A free childcare for people who are in work paying their taxes. Like there is, there's, there's definitely a conversation to look at them, but benefits do help people massively definitely helped me in my life like growing up i was from i'm a council state kid who grew up on the 16th floor in a tiny flat um in a in uh, an estate in pompey and i bettered my circumstances through the help that they gave me so they are imperative to the journey i've gone on and that's what the boys are saying about benefits is how they are an investment in children and that investment in me gave me an opportunity for a better life which i'm living now so and now i'm paying more tax and i'm paying back into the system and i'm paying back what I took back in the day, what my mum took for me. So like, there is a roundabout way, Brad. You can say that as a sweeping statement that you shouldn't bring a kid into this world if you can't look after them or you can't be responsible. That is, that's fair point. Like that's that's fair, but it's also not realistic in this world because I tell you what, there's a certain amount of a lot of politicians that are spending millions of pounds of our money on, um, on, on, you know, Oh, I just need to pay for my horse stables or whatever, or parties or whatever. And their expenses. That's the word I was looking for. You know, how there's a fair money that comes out the pot for that, which you're paying for too, which I'm sure you're not happy about. And they are multimillionaires. Like they have got more money. They don't need expenses, but there are people like you say, who have got kids working full time, paying their taxes and they can't afford childcare and you know they're 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 broken like we're living through a cost of living crisis so i I, your points you're trying to make you're on the side of people which we all are on this podcast but Mm. i think you're 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 blurring it and there are always going to be dickheads that are just you know going to claim off benefits and and not try and better their life but they've got to live with that in their life that their achievement is they took they didn't give back and like you want to hope that if we're going to build a society with people with good morals that they're going to want to make something of themselves and put back into the world right i don't know like 
that was that was that was great, dude. I think I think Sparky for president. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying, but no, 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 no. It's it's a great point, Sparky. No, I'm, I'm not going to disagree. Firstly, can I just chime in and say, guys, the 250 was just a throwaway comment. I don't know what's a bloody <laughs> loads of people. I, yeah. 250 <laughs> pounds. Yeah, yeah. That was just that was just a random number that came to my head. Please don't hold me to that, for the love of God. Figures, um, figures on Brad's thing. But. Yeah, exactly. J- Jim, Jim's the the Excel man with all the numbers and the logic. So we'll just leave it to Jim. Um, Sparky, I loved what you said. It gives me something to think about. And guys, please, by all means, my my blanket statement wasn't not meant to be a gen- general. Everyone abuses the system. <laughs> is, all right, is let's it, just put that out no, there. All right, I, 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 I'm just get, I'm just getting the I'm getting flashbacks to that time when Sparky said it's every teenager's right to dress up as Hitler. <laughs> like, okay, like, guys, let's get I back really on. feel like we do a few sweeping statements on this podcast every now and again <laughs> right then go on sparky you give us a news story <laughs> okay right news story let's bring this right back round then guys uh my favorite story of the week i don't know how we're gonna go from this to that is uh the headline is man left in burning pain after mistakenly using tesco toilet wipes you stole my story. <laughs> <laughs> I love that this this message has come up saying it's got all serious, going to crack a beer, just to the point where both Brad and Sparky want to talk about a man who's burnt his bum on some Tesco cleaning wipes. But I don't know if I'm on this guy's side. Are you on this guy's side, Brad? Let's do it together as our news story then. Because Wait, were they were they like baby wipes or were they like no, dude, Tesco? Says- Tesco have dressed them to oh. look almost like uh, disposable wipes that you would use for your for your butt. Yeah, it says flushable no, toilet not, wipes. So, like, so you might, you know, if you were sitting there, if you're at someone's house and you've not seen this product before and you thought, oh, I'm going to go for a deep clean rather than just a casual wipe today. Because <laughs> if you ever, hey, sometimes we've all done it, right? A minute here now, because it did get too serious just a minute ago. We've all gone, well, there's a lot of baby wipes in this house. I'm going to have a courtesy wipe this evening. <laughs> I mean, if you're flushing them down the toilet, though, you're the problem, not the solution. <laughs> no, Jim, they're going in a nappy bag. But sometimes, guys, you know what it's like. It's like trying to get peanut oh, butter out of a shag pile rug. It's difficult. <laughs> like <laughs> A wet wipe helps. And this is what this guy's done. He's gone straight in and he's picked up the actual toilet cleaning wipes and yeah. Oh, he's bleached his. Uh, he's he's bleached his ring piece. piece. Yeah, he pretty much bleached his ring piece, didn't he? Do you um, remember? We... Do you remember when the first lockdown hit and everyone was running out of loo roll, and it must have become one of the most searched things on the internet? Like, how do I do like reusable toilet roll? Yeah. <laughs> like people were searching for like the best way to do rags. Oh. like wipe their bums with rags and do you have the sorry was not everyone searching for that because your no, silence no. makes me think I, was just <laughs> me. <laughs> I mean to be honest though i didn't even get the uh, banana bread thing so maybe i was just out of touch so maybe you know other people were doing that guys we gotta go i was like, not wiping my ass with banana bread i mean that, isn't, isn't that like going back to like the 80s and before that dude before like disposable nappies like they would use cloth nappies weren't they so like you were just trying to find yeah. like a but don't forget, what? I was vegan. I was vegan, so I was oh. I was all about the planet. Um, so you were looking for like a hemp one, yeah, hemp yeah variant. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Jack. It's got serious enough now. Let's not start pushing your vegan message this evening. Please. I'm no. not vegan anymore. I'm not vegan no. anymore. No, people don't want hemp nappies. We we know that, right? <laughs> um, 
yeah. So is he is he looking for some compensation? I imagine I, that's what he's going. I don't for, know. I think he's just looking for some attention because, like, yeah. you I mean, admit this. Like, do you know what you think? Oh, tough. Just I've wiped my ass uh, with the wrong thing. Did I tell you what I'm going to do? I'm going to call the mirror and say, "Hello, I've got a story for you." Like, what, why has he done this? Why? Do we have a quote from him about what happened? Because okay. at the moment we can guess what might have happened, but I'd love to hear it from the horse's mouth. Right. If, if there is it. such a thing. <laughs> Yeah, well, he said, I thought the product was wet wipes, you know, you used to go to the toilet with, but it turned out it wasn't the case. When I developed the soreness, I knew something wasn't quite right. <laughs> and when I checked the packaging, it says killed 99% of bacteria and your <laughs> asshole by the seams of it. <laughs> and your anus. And your anus. <laughs> I, once, um, I once, when I was, I don't know, 11 went to put some deodorant on i sprayed it all on i was like oh yeah lovely lovely oh that's uh that's a bit burny isn't it oh that's a bit that's a bit warm i'd sprayed deep heat all under my armpit for like tons of the stuff dude i got i got a similar story so long time ago before i moved over here we um you know i think most people have this you have like one family member or a friend who will get drunk enough and be stupid to do anything you tell them to do Right. So my cousin back home is one of those people and he drank a little bit and he was drunk and he was like, all of a sudden he just went, guys, shave my chest. Right. So we took a razor blade and we literally blazed, bladed down to his skin. Right. And it was raw and whatnot. And he was like, oh my God, this is a little bit sore. So my dad goes, deep heat solves that. Oh, right. Oh my God. And he, he let my dad rub deep heat all on his chest. Oh man. That, like 10 seconds max before he started screaming. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the flip side of that, though, years like only like two years ago, like he phoned me up one time. He's like, oh man, yeah, I got to pay it forward. I did that to one of my nephews because he had his mates around. And <laughs> so, so he paid it forward. <laughs> You feel like your chest has literally been torn off. Do you know? (laughs) You know when you watch the antiques. If you ever watch the antiques roadshow and they go, "Oh, this has been passed down through the generations." (laughs) (laughs) In Brad's family, the DP on the shaved chest. Uh, In in a similar vein, uh, don't use Vixer's lube, right? Oh. <laughs> who her or you who did that hurt the most that's the- let's move on let's move on <laughs> hey, he got caught out last week as well talking about that sort yeah because that yeah daddy was daddy was watching wasn't she uh, Jack. I, I, I never said anyone else was involved in this one. Right. Um, <laughs> you didn't get a cold for ages, though, did you? <laughs> did your penis still sneeze? <laughs> right. <laughs> Drivers are at risk. Uh, did you ask me to do a news story? Yeah, I assumed I, did, I was yeah, just yeah. moving on. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I, I, it felt like the right time. Uh, drivers are at risk of £5,000 fines for driving in sunglasses during the UK heatwave. Right. Is wow. that not right? Should you not drive in sunglasses? Uh, well, you're not supposed to wear tinted glasses that impair your ability to see properly. What about if you're driving into the sun and the sun impairs your ability Ooh. to see properly? Well, yes, now, here's the flip side. There's another rule in the highway code that says um, that you will get a fine and points on your license if you do not dress appropriately 
and cause an accident because of that. So if you uh. don't wear sunglasses, you are also at risk of a fine. <laughs> <laughs> This is ridiculous, man. Like, yeah. okay, what about the people like you know who's taken the Specsavers deal and got reaction lenses? And so, I think they're the only oh, people man. who are okay. <laughs> like you know, because anything else, it could be I, they could be too dark. The sunglasses, the frames yeah. could be too big. Yeah, um, okay. So, um, so, Jack, so Jack, just to say, Robin Granger says just pull down the sun shield. The problem there, Robin is for people like Jack and myself is when you pull the sun shield down, <laughs> you can't see the roads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for me guys, and also, before, you tell, before you mock me for my, I have to really sit up at all when I pull the sun shield down. You've to one of those roller blinds, haven't you? It goes all the way down. You see, and, and like, you know, Connor's going, oh yeah, common sense to use the sun shield. That doesn't work. It doesn't work. I used to drive early in the morning to Hull every day. It's one long road and it heads east and the sun rises in the east oh. and at certain points in the year it would just be the sun shining in your face all the time and i don't have sunglasses <laughs> because i'm not tom cruise um <laughs> but you try the the shield thing and it would just do nothing all it would do is like block the top bit and then the sun would pour out underneath and it seemed to focus it more in your eyes so yeah. i don't think that is common sense i just think don't go to Hull is um, is my takeaway <laughs> from this. Hey, but that is common sense, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, but also, like uh, windscreen manufacturers tried to implement, I don't know, like that one third blue shaded section yes. at the top of yeah, windscreens. Yeah. But does that ever work? No. And and when they used to have it, when you used to have your name and your missus name on the top <laughs> as well, that was cool in the eighties. But you know they don't do that anymore. I think they should bring that back. <laughs> Guys, on my uh, F Reg Fiesta, which I had my first ever car, I bought a motorsport one off a guy on the market, and I had oh, motorsport oh. on my one liter Fiesta, which <laughs> which topped out at sixty seven. So come on, guys. did you also have a sticker on the back with the Newburgh ring, as if you'd gone round it in your Fiesta? <laughs> <laughs> Connor's literally just called me Ali G. Yeah, I it wasn't my Boxer Nova; it was my Fiesta. Yes, blood. <laughs> Uh, this is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. On the way, we're going to be answering some questions from Dadsnet members and seeing if we can provide some advice. What do you think from having listened to the last 45 minutes? This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. Yeah, there's a good point here from Dark Knight who says if you have that with your name on it, then you'll just get your name sunburnt in reverse on your forehead. So actually, yeah, that is <laughs> a great idea, is it? This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. You can find us on Instagram at Loose Dads Pod. Go and follow us on there. We might even give you a follow back, you know, if you're lucky. And we can interact like they do on social media all the time, like the cool kids do, right? <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Anyway, time for the big question. The big question of the week. The big question of the week. The Dadsnet is a brilliant resource. And I don't just say that because they pay me money. Um, <laughs> I mean, I say it a little bit because they pay me money, but not 
100 percent uh there are loads of great forums on facebook loads of groups there's the main community group it's a private group so you can um you can ask your questions there knowing that you're in a safe space there's the kind of interest-based groups like sport groups and diy groups there's location-based ones there's one in leeds near where i live and all over the country as well and we take questions from there and try to help the dads who've got some problems. Uh, and if you've got any big questions that you want to ask now, if you're watching on the live stream that we do on a Tuesday night, you can add them in the comments and we will tackle them live without even proofreading them first. <laughs> we like to live on the edge. Uh, this one from one of the dads net groups says, how does everyone cope with a three-nager? Uh, constantly being ignored, having to say things 10 times, the lack of interest in eating proper meals, tantrums. It's putting us off, taking her to places because she's just hard work. We love that she's got her own mind and all that, but she's stubborn as hell. And sometimes I find myself shouting at her and then regretting it later. That's the thing, isn't it? When you go, I want them to think for themselves, but not too much, not <laughs> just mm, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> there was a bit in there where I thought you were going to say, it's putting us off her <laughs> just leave it there just in general <laughs> that's so true man so you you're the closest one to this then jack are you with the uh, i've got one you've got one a three i've got major. one and i've just uh i've just got one out the other side of it so i've got a three-year-old and a four-year-old uh probably the hardest age i've encountered so far is three i thought two was I was wrong. Don't say that, man, because it's hell at the moment for me. No, three's, <laughs> three's the absolute worst. It's the See, absolute worst. This is a common problem people have. Dark Knight has this problem. Connor has this problem as well. Mm -hmm. Have you found a way to succeed, Jack? Um, from the stories you tell, I'm guessing no. But let, at least you <laughs> for a bit. Uh, no, perseverance. Like, eventually there won't be three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had um, five days. Um, we had a uh, we had a meltdown at at the swimming pool um, the other day, and the swimming teacher turned to me and she was like, "Oh, is everything okay? Like, what's up?" And I went, "He's three. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't have an answer for you. He's three. I I can't predict this. I can't do anything about it. Uh, it's yeah. It's it's just so frustrating because you can't do anything like." I, I really want to help, but you can't do anything about it. So um, I don't know. I drank a lot of beer. It's nothing more annoying than the, uh, the patronising. Is everything okay? Well, clearly not. My kid is yeah. kicking off. Yeah. Like yeah. you're not yeah. helping, love. Um, uh, like honestly, do you, do yours do? Please tell me at three they stop the throwing their head back to hit the floor thing. You know when they sit on the floor and almost like you've got to try and catch their head and it looks like you're trying to fight them back, but you're not, you're just trying to stop them from hurting themselves. Like, please uh, tell me that stops. No, not really. <laughs> no, it sort of just carries on. <laughs> just, I, I, we really are. And okay, how, okay, here's the advice then that we all need that it sounds like Connor needs it, Dark Knight too. How, how do you stop not getting irritated at your missus too because depending on what mood you and your other half are in like you can also trigger each other like oh you're not are you being a bit sharp with him are you being, and it's like that doesn't help either how do you stay calm through that jack yeah you um, need to have that kind of you need to have that uh, kind of team meeting before you go in and deal with the three-nager don't you you have to go right whatever yeah. happens we stick together like the problem the problem is three-nagers are so constant that you can't have that team meeting every single time <laughs> um okay. so i i think that before you have a three-year-old 
definitely before you have kids, whenever you have an argument with your other half, you're like, you get to the end of it and you might, you might drop off in your own directions. And then you spend time going, Oh God, I feel really bad about this. Or, you know, or is this, is this trouble on the road of our relationship? And then you have kids, specifically teenagers, where you are just going to bicker all the time and you walk away from it going, ah, they'll get over it. Like that's, (laughs) (laughs) that's the difference. You stop worrying about it. You go, they'll get over it. I'll get over it. 10 minutes pass, you come back, you talk like normal. I don't know if that's healthy, but (laughs) but yeah, you're right. We've got bigger problems because in 10 more minutes, he's going to do that shit again. So... (laughs) We don't have time to linger on those arguments. So some advice from the uh, streaming audience. Uh, child benefits a beer for beer to deal with the three-year-old. Um, <laughs> says, we have whatever you call the five and six-year-old versions of this. We try and be more engaging. We find that spending quality time really helps. Mum does crafts and Lego and dad does sports in the garden when the weather's nice. But sometimes just a calm chat about what is appropriate behavior can help. It's 100% a difficult time, though. Yes. I, sorry, just uh, what was said there about uh, being more engaging, spending quality time with them. Actually, we found Jake was really, was really, really tricky um, when he was three. And what we started doing was, because Harry's younger, we would put him to bed and then give Jake half an hour at time after that downstairs, just with me and Danny, just playing games, just one-on-one, building Lego, whatever it is. And suddenly he felt like he was getting a lot more of that one-on-one time, a lot more engagement. And and it did lessen the impact of it slightly. <laughs> slightly. I, think, I think the other thing is, because um, they're, they're, they're developing at such a rate that for these tiny little humans, they're feeling such big feelings. <laughs> And they don't know yeah. how to moderate them. They don't know how to make sense of them. They just feel them. And that's the way that they come out. They come rushing out in either anger or excitement or tears or whatever. Mm. And you know what? That still happens even when you're an adult. Sometimes your feelings, you know, like Jim can call me an, an ignorant douchebag and I get a little bit stroppy. <laughs> and then we, uh, you know, we step away from it and we calm down and we assess the situation. It's the same with kids, though, but, like, they're experiencing it for the first time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's, uh, like, I think one of the important things is to try and help them learn about what they're experiencing and remind them that it's okay. So as much as it's annoying as hell for them to throw a strop and scream, you got to speak to them about what that emotion is and what they're mm-hmm. feeling and, you know, maybe a better way that when you feel that, that sort of feeling coming up, maybe try and count to 10 in your head before you you know you know try and give them sort of coping methods i know threes it's super young but it's just because they they, that's their only blocks an outlet yeah it's their only outlet for all of that um i gave jake a stress ball yeah so that when he's when he's really angry like that he he can go to his room and just like throw it stress out on it do whatever he wants punch it it, like it's really bad though when they start lobbing stuff though like when you're in a restaurant and then he's like got his cars and he just lobs them and then you give this knuggle to try and calm him down he lobs that and then he's like no it's like oh my god it's it's horrible but look, you know you go you get over it do you just get over the embarrassment of it happening in public as well which you just feel like oh do you know what sod it look at us yeah we're, we're our child screaming we're crap parents think what you like yeah i kind of have got over that like <laughs> this, this is happening i can't do anything about it you think what you like yeah, yeah you just you have to don't you you do yeah. 
not be self-conscious in public anymore that's one of the positives i guess that uh, comes well, like, i mean that's that's the thing is you know they they are it's they are kids and they're gonna do that and um the beauty of it is they can embarrass the living shit out of you when they're young but you can get your payback when they grow up. No, good point. <laughs> it's coming back. Yeah, deep yeah, and shave deep their chest, bro. Family <laughs> tradition. <laughs> That'll learn you. Just, just going to uh, leave a pot of Vicks in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the side that says lube. <laughs> this uh, question says, how are you guys dealing with stress? I'm struggling right now. Everything uh, With everything, with the rises in bills and general life and work. And how do you unwind and de-stress? I feel it's affecting my relationship. It, but I'm trying the best for it not to. So does anyone have any good de-stressing uh, techniques? Well, does I think uh, watching this podcast once a week is a is a great way to get there. Um, <laughs> no, definitely. <laughs> have we got anything else? <laughs> um, I think I think for me, like one thing I've I've found over the last few years, and is with being a dad and all of that, I lost and I part of my identity as to what makes me an individual. So like I used to be heavily like into writing and composing and producing music. And I don't do that now. And, um, as a youngster, I used to love gaming and I've now started getting myself back into that. So like literally whenever I can have like just a five to 10 minute break in between like life and whatever, I can just separate myself and just take just 10 minutes just to try and distract myself from the rest of the world. Cause yeah, I mean, things are getting, super stressful out there bills and i mean like things are just skyrocketing at the minute yeah i don't think it's going to get any easy for a while i tell like you robin, what connor oh god go on robin's point well, good robin said playstation reading even coloring with the kids now Ooh, i agree with puzzles. it to an extent puzzles puzzles right. are great man i, yeah, they I agree with pregnancy. i agree with what robin's saying to an extent except for for me it's not with the kids <laughs> it's without the kids like it's yeah. it's finding those moments it's finding those things that that are me that are yeah. just me you know it's not it's not me as a dad it's not me as an employee it's not me as as a as a cleaner it's it's me as jack, jack. so it's playing guitar it's playing basketball coaching building guitars whatever like it's it's getting to do those things even for 10 minutes a day just sort of and, like help. And, and, and I don't know if you have the same though, Jack, it's also about trying to train your brain not to feel guilty about it either. I don't know if you have the same, like when you're, you know, um, doing your luthier work and you're like building a new guitar and whatnot, and you kind of feel like, oh, I've been doing this for an hour. Oh, I should be doing something with yeah. Danny or I should be doing something with the kids. It's like also trying to tell your brain, shut up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm allowed to have this. I've heard a lot of so-called experts saying oh well you know when you have kids you just give up your life and you you dedicate it to them and it's like that is bullshit advice that's uh, awful welcome welcome to mental health problems most of us um just as well because he was saying he's struggling with everything right now like i feel like i get overwhelmed by reading the news too much and one of the best things i did for my mental health in the last year was um delete all of the apps that give you push notifications for the news. Because what ha was happening to me was I was waking up in the morning and it would be like, boom, boom, Boris has fucked up again. Boom, boom, like all of these things. And it's like, you see, oh, COVID's bad. Five million people are dead now or whatever, you know. And it's like, that's the first thing you see when you wake up in the morning and it, yeah. it starts your brain in a certain way. And I was deleting that 
and just going to check in on the news when I want to is, yeah. is a massive change. Like if you're getting stressed with all the, because I think every day we find out that something else is yeah. in shortage or getting more expensive. Yeah. Uh, I need to look, my Twitter look pack seven pound twenty five now. <laughs> that, that's the latest one. There you go. Yeah. I need Turn to sort my Twitter feed for this very thing because it, you get surprise news coming at you or surprise angry views coming at you. And it's like I don't, I don't want that. I wanted to see some stupid stuff. Um, yeah. So I think I yeah. need to curate that better because, yeah, you, I think definitely picking up the news when it agrees with you is definitely the way forward because at the moment there's just so much of it coming at you. It's Absolutely, dude. Oh. And I, I'm glad Sparky did, did that because like years ago when I fell into my mental health anxiety issues, I I cut the news out completely because exactly the same thing, Sparky. I would be reading the news before I go to bed and waking up and... It starts your mood, you chooses never, your mood for you, doesn't you, it? You never see a positive story. You know, you never see one that makes you go, oh, yeah, I feel good about life. You know, this actually makes me feel it's always doom and gloom. And that's what sells, man. And that and like, yeah, it just gets thrown down your throat all the time. And, and men wiping their backsides with, you know, bleachy wipes. <laughs> hey, the weird well, section by, by, of the by, mirror by, I'll always go to, though, guys, because there's always by, a smile there waiting for you. <laughs> by the way, I did I did want to interject and say, I, funny enough, though, today I did actually have a second story backed up. And I thought you guys would appreciate it. And I'll just touch on it quickly. I won't go too much into it. But the fortune-telling asparagus lady's back. Okay. Well, save that for now. That's, okay. a throw, that, that's a throwback, right? Yeah. 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 And, and um, basically, the asparagus says that, um, uh, what's his name? Ben Wallace is going to be the next PM. There we go. Done. <laughs> Done and dusted. <laughs> the asparagus is getting involved in the leadership <laughs> yeah. debate that yeah. we decided oh. not to. <laughs> that's interesting, because he's not even running. So, uh... so wow. Great. Wow. Hey, Watch the space. the asparagus. <laughs> don't question the asparagus. <laughs> uh, Robin suggests having a conversation with your other half. They might be feeling the same. You can help each other out of your funk. Uh, this person says, I find playing the piano is total escapism after a, a good, uh, a difficult day. And just one more question. Really, I think we have to finish, but there is one more question. I said, I met this person and he had a question that he wanted asking. Would it be weird for a grown man to go to a musical by themselves? He didn't want me to name him, but he's Chris Hanscom. Um, <laughs> would it be weird? Go. go. <laughs> Cinema's okay, but a musical's a step too far. No, go for it. Do no. whatever the hell makes you happy, man. That's it. The problem is that's it. I, people are afraid to do what makes them happy these days because they're worried about what people might think. Just do what I can, I can shed some extra light on this. It's uh, it was the Back to the Future musical. Do it, dude! It is the the greatest <laughs> musical I've been to in a very long time. Do it! Epic effects, uh, honestly. Epic actors, epic music. Do it. You will not be disappointed. Do it. Fact, one of the best things all, I ever all, did. We should all do. We should all go to a Back to the Future musical. Yeah. If not a musical, one of the best things I did was went on holiday on my own, which was terrifying when I got on the plane. Like thinking, yeah, but I went away. Well, because SJ was ringing you. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? You got a kid now. You can't do this. Time when I was single and I did like random things. Like I went to Monaco and I walked the Grand Prix track, which no one would ever want to do with me. But I did. And I had, didn't have to feel guilty for anybody. It was only, you know, awkward when I went to see Mills. But my threat, my friend, just quickly, is getting therapy at the moment. And one of the things the therapist suggested was, you know, make a list of all the things you'd like to do if you're in a relationship right now and do them. And you actually might find the person that you want to be in a relationship with at those places or, you know. So it's, so it's like, it's like, it's not the bucket list. It's that fuck it list. I'm doing it. 
Yes, Brad. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And on that note, uh, <laughs> this is Loose Dads. We stream live from 8.30 every Tuesday night. It goes into your podcast player on a Wednesday morning. Uh, do join us for the live stream. It's nice. By the way, Chris Hanscom went to the musical and it was awesome, is what he said. Everyone's happy and uh, it all ties up nicely at the end. Uh, thank you very much to Sparky. Thanks, boys. Thank you, Brad. Thanks, gents. Thank you very much, Jack. It's been a good one. Cheers, guys. Uh, basically, if you can, tell another person about this podcast. Get them involved. Yeah, I mean, tell them that that middle bit where we had the big argument doesn't happen every week. Sometimes it does, though. You never know when it's <laughs> going to happen. Hey, it's good, you know what? It's, I, I it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you never know what you're going to get. That's the excitement. And uh, if you can leave <laughs> us a review, uh, like five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and a review on Apple Podcasts would be absolutely brilliant because that is how we get shared with other people. And we will see you next week. And Connor has just put, see you later, short stack. Okay. And I, I, think I might not be here next week. <laughs> All right. See you later. We're Loose Dads. Loose Dads, a Dadsnet original podcast.